Yo, before the intro rocks, make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at MostWannerPod and Instagram at MostWannerPodcast as you can stay up to date on upload dates, guest features, and more. If you're listening from Apple Podcasts, rate it a five star. And as always, feedback is welcome out here. good with y'all man welcome to the most wanted podcast where ain't nothing safe from discussion over here before we th- kick things off an introduction would probably be best my name is Nahum Bogala I'm 19 and I'm here to talk shit and have fun while doing it here on the most wanted podcast we're going to talk about anything that's really on my mind whether it be basketball anime music or just some real shit going on in the world you know so let's just have fun with it all right so for this episode we're going to be talking about hoops uh if y'all don't know I'm a huge basketball fan, uh, my favorite team being the Oklahoma City Thunder. And shit has been incredibly rough uh, since, what, the summer of 2012? And this is all coming from the top of my head. I'm not coming at y'all with, like, specific facts. This is just the main stuff that I remember. So, start back in the summer of 2012. Uh, we just lost in the finals in, I believe, five to six games against Miami. And, you know, that was Miami in its prime, right? Braun, uh, D-Wade, Chris Bosh. So, I'm like, KD's 22, Westbrook's, t- like, around 20. Harden is, what, 20 or so? And this is Harden coming off the bench, too. And I was like, okay, life is good. We got a big three coming up. You just got to make sure that they keep on together. Uh, and ownership, in their stupidity, decides not to go $4 million over the salary cap in order to keep the team. Now, if y'all don't know, a salary cap is pretty much just the limit of spending, I believe, that an NBA team can uh, spend in terms of its players, in terms of salary. Uh, And all we needed to do in order to sign Harden was just uh, sign an extra $4 million over the cap uh, because his rookie contract was up. And they decided, ah, now $4 million? Nah, we we gonna keep that. We gonna keep that in our pocket. And they decide to let him go. We trade him to where Houston. And as y'all can see now, this man is averaging thirty five. Like it's nothing. Like it's baby food. And ever since then, uh, we've never really had a solid six man coming off the bench. I mean, except for like Dennis Schroeder this year, but you know that's besides the point. Uh, then what happened? Two thousand thirteen believe we played pretty well but in the playoffs i think on the first or second round westbrook gets injured by stupid ass garbage pat bev man running around like he's doing nothing like whole bunch of cardio for no reason playing quote-unquote defense nigga trash as hell anyways person purposefully jumps on westbrook's leg injuring his knee uh I can't remember what type of injury it was. I think it was something to do with his MCL. No. Some major part of his knee got injured. And that sidelined him for a while. And he still got injury issues with it to this day. Uh, 2014 comes around. And we... Well, I mean, K- Westbrook is out for the majority of the year. Uh, so KD takes the whole team on his back. This man was straight cooking niggas. Like, it was nothing. Man won MVP, life was good. Y'all know the famous quote of Mama, be the real MVP. So you already know that was that was blessed days, right? And then 2016, no, 
I I'm almost skipping. I almost skipped a year. My apologies. Uh, 2015 came around. That year, KD injured something in his foot. It was a major injury. I believe if it didn't heal properly, he could have like not played. He had to like forcefully retire. But thankfully, you know, he's okay. Uh, we didn't make the playoffs that year, but that was the start of Westbrook starting to get triple doubles. We'll get to that. We'll get there. And so 2016 comes around. This is the year of KD's last uh, year on his contract, meaning in the summer of 2016, he would be a free agent unless he re-signs with us, the Oklahoma City Thunder. And at the time, it was Westbrook, KD, Ibaka, Steven Adams, uh, I believe Dion Waiters was on the team at the time. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but yeah, we make it to the conference finals. Life was very good at that point, but uh, that was the year we went up against the Golden State Warriors. This is 2016, so this is when the Warriors were like prime time. So this is Steph, Clay, Draymond. This is when they won 73 games in like an 82 game season. So like they were bodying niggas, right? Steph won unanimous MVP. Although you could make the case LeBron should have won the first ever unanimous MVP 2013, but that's besides the point. Uh, and we go up 3-1 against the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. And I'm never going to forget this. Life was good. I'm talking a whole bunch of shit to my friends. And wouldn't you know it, game five, we lose. I'm like, alright, that's cool, that's cool. We can win at game six. Game six comes around, and this nigga Clay Thompson earned my respect that game. Man, eviscerated our defense. And we lost. So I'm like, well, I guess we're going to a game seven. And this is a game seven to go to the NBA Finals. So if we lose, you're done. And we just played ass. Like KD was, first of all, going back to game six, KD played like straight up doo doo water. Like I'm talking straight up dookie. Like nigga was just not hooping. Westbrook was just all over the place. And we lose in game seven. To one of the, oh my lord thinking about it now still hurts me steph curry pulls up from damn near the logo splash i'm like what the f we lost nigga <laughs> i guess i i guess i gotta get cooked by my friends and then as i told you as i said earlier uh this was katie's last year on his contract meaning he could sign anywhere and rumors started to come around after we lost saying that he wanted to go to the golden state warriors Keep in mind, I just said that the Warriors just cooked us in seven. So this nigga was planning to go to the team, or rumored, my apologies, rumored to go to the team that was uh, that just beat us in seven in the Western Conference Finals. First of all, them niggas lost in the NBA Finals to the Cavs. Come on, Bron, what you gonna do? And uh, still never gonna forget, I believe it was July 4th, KD signs with the Warriors, and that shit hurt my heart. Not cause you know I thought of him like a friend or anything. Nah, 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 nah. I'm saying this nigga left us to the team that beat us, and I'm like, what the? F Yo, what kind of soft ass shit is this? What, what, what's going on? You know what I mean? And oh my lord, still thinking about getting. 
cooked by my friends saying, oh man, Katie really left y'all. I told you this team was trash. I'm like, well, I mean, I can't really say anything back because I, I lost in this situation. I lost. And so I believe the season now is 2016-2017. And going back to what I said earlier about the start of Westbrook uh, getting triple doubles, this nigga just could not stop scoring. I believe he won the scoring title this year, meaning he had the most points per game uh, in front of everyone this season. Uh, and during this season, I believe he also broke the record for the most amount of triple doubles, breaking Oscar Robertson's record of 42 with 43 of Westbrook's own. And it was a huge deal. As in uh, terms of context, a triple-double is when a player scores 10 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists in a single game, which is hard to do. And I'm out here boosting this nigga Westbrook like there's no tomorrow. Since KD left, I became a huge Westbrook fanatic. In hindsight, probably one of the worst decisions I've ever done. Um, I remember saying, oh man, Westbrook... Yo, this nigga gonna carry us. Oh man, this man's MVP material. His teammates are garbage. Which, in hindsight, the team really was garbage. It was not built at all for Westbrook, who was mainly a slasher, trying to get to the rim all the time, which means he needs floor spacing. OKC had none whatsoever. Um, and so we get to the first round, where we're going up against uh, his MVP rival, wouldn't you know it? It's James Harden, the same person we traded in uh, to the Houston Rockets, and I believe the series went to six. It was an ugly game because both teams played like doo doo water, but we lost. And to be honest, I wasn't all that surprised because the team around Westbrook was just not good at all, and so we lost. And so going into that summer, Westbrook. I believe was thinking of signing other places to other places mainly like the Los Angeles Lakers and I believe he talked to management about that and management was like yeah you know what you can get you help don't worry about it and so they decided to bring in Carmelo Anthony and Paul George now before I get into Paul George let me talk about Carmelo Anthony in the past I have slandered Carmelo on our team for being garbage I take back that those statements that they were unnecessary, they were unneeded, Carmelo did nothing wrong. The problem was coaching because Billy Donovan is straight up trash. I'm telling y'all right now, he is not a good coach. This man just runs ISO plays and that's it. There's literally no ball movement whatsoever. It's literally just Paul George or Westbrook hold the ball. No post-ups or barely any post up. I don't remember seeing any pick and rolls being run for the most part, besides it being Westbrook and Steven Adams. Uh, it was just very, very slow play. We were a good defensive team though, not gonna lie. Uh, but yeah, now going into Paul George. Oh boy, this is, uh, this is where it begins. So, Paul George, when we get there, when first of all, when Carmelo and Paul George first get there, I'm hype as hell. And I'm boosting to everyone saying, oh man, we got a big three again. Oh, we're going to the finals for sure. This is the final contender right here. First of all, during the regular season, 
we only won about 48 games, which is barely even, barely even a 50 win team. It's not even like I would probably say that's considered like average, below average, especially for the expectations for this team. So going into the first round of the playoffs, we go up against the Utah Jazz against the rookie Donovan Mitchell and we lose in six games to said rookie leading the fucking team and I am irate oh my lord these niggas are just straight up trash Billy Donovan could not coach for shit Joe Ingles who was 30 plus year old and slow as hell managed to lock up a quote-unquote superstar in Paul George and what I'm saying locked up, I'm talking about that song by Akon saying, I'm locked up, they won't let me out. Like this nigga was put in clamps, like in a whole box. Paul George was playing like pure shite, like utter dog shit. Westbrook was so inconsistent. I remember in game, what was it, game four, man drew four fouls against Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio? This man is not worth a single foul. Like, and it was pointless fouls. Westbrook was uh, being aggressive for no reason. And I'm watching the game and I'm just in complete disgust. And we lose in six. In game six, we lose. Paul George shoots two for 16. Keep in mind, he's our quote unquote second best player shooting two for 16 in an elimination game. Who in the right mind would shoot two for 16? And keep in mind, this was also Paul George's last year on his contract because he was also a free agent in the year of the 2017-2018 year. And to my surprise, he decides to re-sign with the Oklahoma City Thunder instead of going to the rumored destination of the Lakers. And at the time, I was incredibly hype. I was like, oh shit, we gotta keep Paul George? That's crazy. At the time, I was also hating on Carmelo quite a bit, saying, yo, we got to trade Carmelo, get the coach out of here, because I've been saying that for years now. And so what we did was trade Carmelo, uh, and we started to build a solid team. In my opinion, at least it was a solid team. Uh, not to mention the amount of friends cooking me about the game, saying, oh man, Paul George is straight up doo-doo water. Westbrook? inconsistent as hell i don't know why you support him i'm like well i mean he's on my team so i kind of have to but uh in hindsight keep in mind there's a lot of in hindsight uh terms this episode ah it's, it's painful very very painful and so the year 2018 2019 comes around the nba season which i believe was just last season and i'm expecting us to go even further because now there's more shot distribution to Westbrook and Paul George and to be honest Paul George had a hell of a season regular season wise and it was to the point where he was considered for I believe the MVP award alongside Giannis Antetokounmpo and James Harden so I'm like oh shit Paul George is going up for MVP caliber status this season let's get it we can at least make the Western Conference Finals at least and we lose in the first round to the Portland Trailblazers in one of the worst games I've ever seen. Worst as in we just we just were playing like dog shit in the second half. Like we were just straight up garbage. So uh, to start off with, right before the, the playoffs started, Paula George came out on an interview saying, and I quote, 
y'all ain't met playoff p yet which in one of the worst names i've ever heard to begin with and on top of that this man said that before becoming one of the worst players in the playoffs i've ever seen in my fucking life this man should never even touch a basketball it was that bad and so we're playing up against the portland trailblazers in the first round and this is you know this is damian lillard so this is the series that made me earn all my respect for him and where this man and westbrook we're just going back and forth, back and forth. And me, obviously loving that interaction between the two because it's rivalry. You love to see it in sports, especially in the playoffs. And so we get to game one. I had to turn that off by halftime because we were just playing so fucking bad. I just could not take it. And so we lost that game, of course. Game two comes around. We lose again. So I'm like, well, shit. Let's bring it back home in our crib for game three, in which we win. So I'm like, hey, yo, say less. It's comeback season. Game four, they win in our arena. So I'm like, oh, oh, we might, we're down 3-1. Oh, there's no way. And game five comes around. This is in Portland's arena. And for the first half, I believe we were up by double digits. I think we were up by 20. So I'm like, yo, we're good. At the time I was at, I was working. And I was just keeping up to date with the score at that point because we were just cleaning up. It was a slow day at work. And I was like, you know what? Let me just keep up to date with the score. I see we're up by 20 by halftime. So I'm like, yo, say less. We got this in the bag. We're going to game six. And oh, it still hurts to remember. We're going into the third quarter. By the end of the third quarter, the Portland Trailblazers have cut down the lead to 10. By the end of the fourth quarter, nearing like the last 10 or so seconds, I believe it was tied 117 to 117, meaning, and of course, Damian Lillard, as the best player on the Portland Trailblazers, had the ball, meaning if he makes the shot, they win. If they lose the shot, we go to overtime. And so he has the ball damn near half court dribbling with paul george our best defender on him keep in mind paul george and what russell westbrook have once again been playing like dog shit in the playoffs like straight up horrendous and so damian lillard has the ball at right uh, i think it was about 35 feet out of the rim so you know deep three-point range and he pulls a step back and hits the buzzer beater three to win. And this nigga waved off Paul George in a way I've never seen anyone do. I was like, wow, wow, we just got disrespected heavily. And so post game interview, Paul George comes out with the audacity to say, hey man, that was just a bad shot. I don't care what no one tells me, it's just a bad shot. Nigga, if it was a bad shot, clamp up on it. You know damn well Damian Lillard is known to make these type of shots. So hit or play defense on that shit. Lock it up. And I was, oh, wow, wow, wow. I remember I was at work during that time. And by the end of the third quarter, I see where, uh, Portland, or er, yeah, Portland, 
cut the lead down to 10. So I'm like, oh shit. Keep in mind, I'm still keeping track of the score. By the time of the fourth quarter, I said, fuck it. I'm just pulling it out my laptop. Not my laptop. I pulled it out on my phone. And I was watching the game in the kitchen. We were closed by that time, of course. So by that point, I was just watching the game on my phone. And I see it go live in. And the moment it goes in the net, my phone explodes with all sorts of slander towards my team. Oh, wow. Never, I've never been so close to deleting all forms of social media until that day. Because, wow. Wow, that was just painful to watch. Wow. And so, then it becomes a 2019 offseason. And this year was big. Because I believe it was Kawhi who was a free agent that year. Kevin Durant was a free agent that year. I believe Kyrie Irving was also a free agent that year. Um, I think I'm missing a couple more. Oh, Jimmy Butler was a free agent that year. My apologies. Um, I think I feel like I'm missing some more. But those were the big names that year. KD, Kyrie, Kawhi. Jimmy Butler, those are the names that I can remember the most. And Kawhi, or first of all, Anthony Davis gets traded from the New Orleans Pelicans to the Lakers, which was a huge deal, right? Because that makes the Lakers showtime again with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And so Kawhi decides to go to the Clippers on the condition that they get a, a second star. And that second star happened to be Paul George, who we traded for by pretty much robbing the Clippers of their future. I'm not going to lie. That was a hell of a steal from us. And so I believe we took like almost five first round picks or so. Keep in mind, this is all off the top of my head. I didn't do much research into this. Um, it was like five first round picks. Uh, we took Shea Gilgis Alexander, who was like a young prospect right now. Uh, Danilo Gallinari, who is a pretty decent player, and so that was it. That was a trade. So now we have a whole bunch of young players around Westbrook. Westbrook is like what 30 at this point, so he's trying to contend. And so we decide to trade Westbrook to Houston for, I believe, a, maybe one or two first-round picks and Chris Paul. And so in my head, I'm thinking, well, that's it. I guess we're time. It's time to rebuild. And lo and behold, I was proved wrong. We played really good this year with Chris Paul being so fucking clutch. This nigga did not miss when it came to crunch time. And so it comes down to the playoffs. I believe we're like the fifth seed going up against the Houston Rockets, the fourth seed. Funny enough, we're going up against Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Two players that were originally on our team, now on the other team. Ah, irony is beautiful. Anyways, so we play, and I've been saying this for years now. Billy Donovan needs to get fired, and he proved that to me in this series. We played a hell of a series. We went to Game 7. Uh, we pretty much lost by one possession where in which if we won one possession like the last couple seconds of the fourth quarter we would have won the series because James Harden played like dog shit in that round Russell Westbrook was just horrible that series holy Jesus man I remember he shot what an air ball like mid-range air ball 
uh, right in the clutch time of game six. And in my head, I'm thinking, thank God he's with them and not with us again. Because if that was the case, I would have been irate, to say the least. And so, we're on. I'm watching the game at Buffalo Wild Wings with a couple of my friends. And we're watching the game, and it comes down to one possession. In which, Shea Gilgis Alexander has the ball to inbound. With about, what, 10 or so seconds left? Not even, no, it was probably like five or so seconds left. Or left, sorry. And so, there was a space in which Steven Adams, our center, could have cut into the paint and made an easy layup, bringing up the lead to two. He could have, first of all, Shea Gilgis should not have been the one doing the inbound play. It should have been Chris Paul, because Chris Paul is our best player and our best passer. Shea Gilgis has no like negative iq when it comes to this type of situation oh my lord that got me so fucking mad and so it got to the point where he was doing the inbound play and he decides to pass it full court to i can't even remember who no yeah no i think stephen adams he didn't even cut into the paint he wrapped around and went around to the three-point line as if this man was about to shoot a three or something. And I'm like, where, where are you going? Why are you doing this? And so we lose the game. We lose the fucking game in which we should have won. Keep in mind, everyone was telling us it should have been a rebuilding game, but we made the playoffs. So everyone was doubting us. So I really had no complaints about losing. I just had complaints about how we lost. And we lost in probably the worst fucking way possible and finally finally we got rid of billy donovan's dumbass as head coach and we're probably gonna trade chris paul because he had a hell of a year the man is what 35 36 now probably gonna be trading him to the bucks i would i'm guessing this is my opinion he probably is gonna get traded to the bucks so this coming season is finally going to be the first year rebuilding for us which is uh gonna be painful to say the least uh but yeah that's uh that's pretty much been the pain of being an okc fan it's been a hell of a hell of a time since 2012 having three superstars that we should have kept but ownership decided to be some dumbass bitches and say nah we're gonna be cheap and just let him go instead of just paying four when i say four million okay yes it sounds a lot to us but in terms of ownership in them it's really not that much so it uh still painful to think about and so we let go of harden for practically nothing we get back the draft like a couple of draft picks but we don't even draft anyone good i think we drafted steven adams with one of their picks um who else did we draft i can't remember who else we drafted but they were just not good players i can tell you that for sure and it's just been one fucking roller coaster after another pure pain misery melancholy whatever negative term you want to apply to this fucked up situation go for it i have no problem with it still fucking cheese that way off p motherfucker Oh my lord, this man PG 13% straight doo doo water. Ah, but I'm happy he's on the Clippers though. He ain't my problem no more. Holy fuck, thank god we dodged a bullet with that one. Finesse the whole Clippers' future for that one. 
Holy, and now look at him. Shooting nothing but backboards in a game seven against the Nuggets? That's tough, that's tough. But hey, could not be my problem no more. All we know, all I know is we rebuilding now. Life could potentially be good if management doesn't fuck it up. We need a new coach, but besides that, what can I say? It's been painful, but now it's starting to look up. So that's where we stand right now. But hey, thank y'all for making it to the end of the episode. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, let me know through IG at Most Wanted Podcast and Twitter at Most Wanted Pod. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and feedback is always welcome. Until next time, we out. Easy, y'all. Thank you.